Hi, hello, welcome back to Justiano, where I talk about just about anything that pops into my random brain. Except this week, it's not something that I'm that popped into my brain currently. It's actually something that popped into my brain last year. So this week, it's actually a recording that I did in September of 2019 when I got back from Massachusetts. I have finally got my own apartment. I had a weekend of peace all to myself. And so, of course, when it's quiet, my brain can just do the things, right? And so I opened my iPhone and I just started rambling and it came out as um, reflection on what happily ever after means to me or means in general. And so I hope you enjoy this podcast. It's near and dear to my heart. It was in a really not necessarily dark place when I recorded it, but I was really thinking about some things back then. So I definitely stay tuned and give it a listen. This weekend, I spent a good portion of my time watching romantic sitcoms, something that I haven't done in years. And today, which was part of my, the last day of my three-day weekend, um, as I was scrolling the channel, I saw Mystic Pizza. And I don't even know what year Mystic Pizza came out. I really want to say like 93 or 94, probably 92, 1992 or something like that. But I know when it came out, I was a preteen or a teenager. And you know, if you haven't seen Mystic Pizza, it's about um, a town in Connecticut and three girls. One of them is Julia Roberts. And it's just like a coming of age story, like what they're going to do after high school, their interactions with men and things like that. And I remember watching that sitcom and thinking like, look at people eventually find their happily ever afters. And, um, and I remember thinking back when I was like 14 or 13 or 12, when I watched it, it's like, oh my God, I am definitely going to find my happily ever after. And three long-term relationships later, um, I still battle with the idea of happily ever after. So I was married, I've been married twice, and in a, the last relationship, the third relationship was a long distance, long-term relationship. But the first marriage, I remember thinking like, this is it. Um, we were high school sweethearts, and um, I got pregnant. We got married when I was five months pregnant, and the marriage lasted for quite a while before um, just things happened and that fairy tale vision came crashing down and we divorced, I think, right before our 10th year of marriage or something like that, I don't know. And then <clears throat> I met someone else who is 10 years younger than me and it was so much fun, um, the dating. It was just really, really fun. And I remember listening to 
um, everyone asking, like, when are you guys going to get married? When are you guys going to get married? And I legitimately, honestly, did not want to get married again. And um, he proposed and we got married. And four years into that marriage, um, yeah, it was like raising another son. And so that ended. And then um, I met someone else and it seemed like a whirlwind fantasy kind of situation also. And three years later, two and a half years later, I moved to the East Coast to be with that person and learned very quickly that person was not who that person said that they were. And packed up as much shit as I could and put it in my BMW that was leased that I only had 3,000 miles left on and drove 3,000 miles back home to California. Um, You know, and then that fantasy was over. And I'm saying all this to really just say, like, it's weird how these things are put into your head at a very young age and you, you accept them and you live... Um, unconsciously trying to get those things, gravitate towards those things, want those things, and without really checking into yourself and saying, is this something I want? Is the traditional type of relationship something that I want? Do I really want marriage? Do I really want kids? Do I really want these things? Um, because we're kind of brainwashed as women. <clears throat> so in this time period where I've been back in California for almost exactly a little bit over two months, eight weeks. Um, It's been very eye-opening to come to terms with, "Mm, I don't really know if I really want that type of relationship. Don't get me wrong, I swear. If like a blue-eyed or green-eyed or brown-eyed, handsome white man with a beard that's taller than me uh, and has some tattoos and likes to work out and loves sports and lets me be independent and um, checks on me and cooks um, and leaves me alone when I need them to leave me alone. If that person comes into my life or when that person comes into my life, yes, I will definitely be committed in a relationship like that but until then I think it's our duty to create our own happily ever after our own fairy tale our own joy our own commitment our not commitment contentment sorry our own peace um and there's no searching outside of yourself for those things um, when you don't have those things already. There will never be enough cute guys. There will never be enough um, drinks. There will never be enough to satisfy or to make you whole if you're not whole already. And um, for me, it's been really thinking about the things that I enjoy and doing those more and trying to be less concerned with when will I, how come I haven't met that person, if that makes any sense. And really 
making the focus about me. What do I want to do? When do I want to do it? How can I achieve this? And it's not even like huge things like, yes, Greece is on my list. But honestly, it's like, let me make the commitment of going back to the gym at least five times a week and making the promise to myself to do that and being consistent with that and then doing the yoga classes I want to do. And then if Sunday I just want to sit and watch football, do Sunday sit and watch football. It's about making those commitments to yourself um, because you know those things bring you joy and continuously bringing yourself joy. And then hopefully, I don't know, um, that vibration, that energy, that self um contentment because really it's being content um attracts another content soul um but by this time or maybe it doesn't it attracts another toxic human but by this time you have your boundaries set you know exactly what you will put up with and what you won't put up with you know exactly what you're looking for in a mate and nothing can shade that by the fake fairy tale that's being sold everywhere and still being sold years later um yeah yeah rambling huh